there's a whole set of tools we can use internally to deactivate ourselves when we feel anxious, worried, angry. So one of those tools, of course, is just changing the way we breathe. Another tool is becoming aware of the full body, relaxing any tension or tightness. So let's set to work on developing these tools which often go underutilized. We'll take three breaths together just to bring our practice into a bit of unison. So take a nice, smooth, long in-breath through the nose and lift the shoulders if you like up to the ears. So you're trying to touch your ears with your shoulders and then holding them there for a moment and then breathe out through the mouth and release those shoulders all the way down. See how far they can fall away from the ears. And then another in-breath, pulling in the belly as tight as you can. So you're like trying to tighten, 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 and then breathe out through the mouth and soften the belly and keep softening it until there is just a nice soft experience. And then for our third breath, tighten any other muscles you like, muscles in the face, the arms, the buttocks, the legs, the fists, anything you want to tighten, and then hold it, and then you should breathe out, release. So we've already given ourselves now one basic tool, which is you can think of the in-breath and holding the in-breath as a way to enliven the mind and the body. And you can think of the long out-breath as a way to soften your experience, develop ease, develop a greater degree of tranquility. So those two tools. Now let's take a moment to survey the body and see if there's any areas besides the shoulder and belly we can relax. If you know the face is tense, the forehead or the muscles, micro muscles around the eyes, just send a message to this area of the body and encourage those muscles to release or you can imagine what it would feel like if you could breathe in to the forehead or the eyes to soften. And then the area in the back of the neck, see if you can encourage those muscles to release. And then we've already worked on relaxing the shoulders, but see if you can very gently, however it feels good to you, gently tuck your shoulders back a little bit, pull them back so that you're opening up your chest. And then, if you feel any tightness in the palms of the hands, really soften those so that they... I often use the palms of my hands as a place for the mind to go when I feel any stress. So I try to keep my palms as soft. And the palms can be a real sanctuary for the mind. Releasing any, again, any tightness in the belly, really soft belly, and then down the buttocks, thighs, shins, all the muscles of the legs to see if you can first release the left and then the right.
Now we're going to spend the first half of the meditation. Just select an anchor you'd like to use. An anchor is an ongoing set of either sensations or a very simple mental object that doesn't cause any stress that you can bring your awareness to to settle the mind, which generally has a tendency in our day-to-day lives to become very jumpy and anxious and unsettled. So, one, of course, well-known anchor is the breath, the sensations of inhalation and exhalation. And if you like to use that, very often having a counting strategy works very well. I generally do what's known as a ladder counting, counting one on the in-breath and two on the out, three on the next inhalation, four on the next exhalation, five on the next inhalation, and then counting back down, four on the out-breath, three on the in, two on the out. So you're counting up from one to five and then back down. One, three, and five always on the in-breath. It's a nice strategy because it forces us to remember what number. But the point is not to focus too much on the number. The number is just a way to let you know if the mind is wandering, then you'll lose track of what count you're on. And in that strategy, two and four are always on the out-breath. And that's nice to know because when you're on an even number, you can always extend the breath a little bit more. If you don't like working with the breath, no worries. You can use the sounds of the room as an anchor. Car horns from the street, the air conditioner, sounds that people make. They're all useful keep the mind grounded in the present. And an alternative anchor is to think of a very simple phrase, like, I love you, keep going. May I be peaceful. And just to repeat this phrase. At first, you can repeat the phrase once every couple of in-breaths. If your mind starts to become noisier, then repeat it more often. And when the mind quiets down, repeat the phrase less frequently.
So for the second part of the meditation, you can continue to work with your anchor if you like, or you can open the mind to a more spacious awareness. So it's not getting rid of sounds or the breath or body awareness. We maintain awareness, but we add a soft awareness as well of the contact sensations with the floor and our clothes. The shifting of energy in the mind from times of being tired, groggy, less than alert, to times when we're very alert, times where we're almost jumpy with energy. Awareness of the moods of the mind. So there might be times when we feel anxious or worried or times where we feel very relaxed, at ease, times where we feel scattered, problem solving. There's the lights flickering behind the eyelids. So there's a lot of events occurring in the present moment. And then on top of all this, there's those visual and auditory thoughts that the mind likes to create when we don't feel we need to attend to anything external. Very often the mind will then go into a mode where it starts to think about the past or the future, fantasize about alternative ways life could have played out. Thoughts, when they're visual, they appear behind the eyelids as images, and when they're auditory, they're words that we hear near the ears. And just like a television set suddenly being turned on in a room, our thoughts tend to be very compelling to the mind. They tend to dominate our attention. So when the television in your mind turns on and you start thinking, rather than turn it off or become completely captivated by the web it's spinning and feed it with more attention, see if you can hit the pause button, allow whatever image or message is to be on screen, and then bring your awareness back into the body and see how this thought has affected your breathing. Has it added more stress to your body, or has it reduced stress? What has it done to your awareness of sounds, external sensations? And then just allow that frozen image, that thought that's interrupted, just to be in the background and just keep awareness on all the sensations that are available. There's so much insight we can gain from seeing how thoughts try to gain our attention, how they affect us, how we could be with thoughts without allowing them to dominate us.
So we're going to begin the transition from the meditation, which I like to do very incrementally. First, bring to mind an image of yourself sitting, noting that you're trying to cultivate some peace of mind internally without exploiting other people or using up the world's resources or consuming a drug or an intoxicant or uh, becoming addicted to other addictive behaviors, spending, etc. So not only are you cultivating something that's extremely worthwhile, which has numerous documented mental and physical benefits, but of course if we learn how to deactivate ourselves when stressed or angry needlessly, when we can deactivate ourselves we can interact with people around us in a much more skillful way. So our practice is not just to our benefit, but to the benefit of all those people we come into contact with. And furthermore, it's a blameless practice, always available. So no matter how easy or difficult any meditation is, really doesn't matter. Simply the intention to cultivate inner peace is a worthy goal, and it's worthy of taking a moment to develop a sense of recognition of our efforts feel good about your practice. When I ring the bowl, rather than simply opening your eyes and looking around, which essentially tosses away all of the benefits, what you want to do is use this opportunity, the sound of the bowl, use it as a opportunity to slowly open up the eyes and reintegrate sight with all the other senses, awareness of the body, breath, mood, mind, so that sight doesn't dominate and push away to the background all your inner awareness. 